Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Unrelated Brothers Podcast, where there's something for everyone. My name is Josh. With me, as always, is Devon. And in this episode, we will be reviewing the wild card weekend for the NFL, which was kind of exciting, kind of not exciting. Devon, is that a fair statement? Um, honestly, you might be overselling it, and that's <laughs> it's, it's kind of unfortunate. Um, I think that some games that we thought were going to be close were close and games that we believe were not, were not, um, you know, some of them, I believe, you know, you look at the score and if you didn't actually watch the game, you might not, you know, feel any type of way about it. But, uh, but yeah, those of us that watch the games definitely would tell you that um, some of those scores do not do justice for how bad it really was. And, and, you know, that's, it's not what you wanted to, uh, that's not what you want to talk about during playoff football. Um, but, uh, but yeah, if you want to, you want to pick a, a game for us and we'll, we'll start her off. All right. First game is the Cincinnati Bengals and the Las Vegas Raiders, which the Bengals came out ahead with a little bit of controversy. What's your thoughts on that one? Uh, so the controversy, I'll just get it right into that right off the bat. Um, specifically the play that I would believe you're talking about is the one where um, there was a whistle blown, but the play finished out, ended up in a score, which was then reviewed. Uh, the problem is, you know, some people talk about the errant whistle. And so the play was blown dead. So it should have been over because he apparently stepped out of bounds. Well, all scoring plays are reviewed bottom line to me and bottom line to anybody who watches football. If you're really getting down to the nitty gritty of it, should be the fact that if all plays are reviews that are scored and that obviously was counted as a score on the field, they reviewed it. He was inbound. So that means the whistle was already a wrong whistle. So if you want to talk about bad refing, you should be tagging along for that. You shouldn't be tagging along the fact that, oh, they, they allowed him to keep the TD. No, they should have allowed him to allowed them to keep the TD because it should have been a touchdown. There should have never been a whistle. So I don't want to hear that discussion. It was a great play, great throw, you know, whatever, whatever else you want to say. It should have been that result. Um, the only, only little sliver that I could have any uh, feeling for is if somebody would argue, oh, well, because of the whistle that was heard that the player stopped or didn't play all the way through. But I mean, you know, in my oh so great wisdom that I have I would just say how many times do you see the whistle blown and people are picking up fumbles and trying to return it 40 yards down the field while the whistle is still being blown usually players don't stop on the first whistle hell players don't even stop on the second whistle most of the time and you're lucky if they stop on the third one so I, I'm really not here for that uh, I also want to go ahead and tackle the game while I'm while I'm here um, to me it was it was the best game uh, but exactly as I foretold it was basically a game where even though the score was close which is what I said the score would be close I never the entire time I never really felt like the Bengals were not going to win it once the Bengals took a lead and, and and were you know doing their thing I just felt like at all times they had the edge I I, I mean even on the last drive when they were going down I mean a lot of people talk about how worried they were or how stressful it was they were going on a tie a team that hadn't done anything offensively or or hadn't done enough offensively to win the game to that point was going down to potentially tie it 
wasn't a game-winning drive. It was a tying drive, which then the way the game had been played, you don't know if the if the Raiders can even move the ball if they got it to OT. You don't even know if the if they would have gotten the ball at OT. The Bengals could have got it first in the coin flip. So I, I'm just not here for those kind of sentiments. And uh, congrats to the Bengals on breaking the 31-year streak. I mean, just just awesome stuff. I'm, I'm trying to trying to get some stuff in the works and getting in contact with uh, with some some fans that I, I know personally and, and just kind of get what it what it means to them but uh you know we might we might be able to put that together on Friday we'll see how it goes but uh Josh what did you think yeah so Josh Jacobs he ran the ball well I actually thought well, the way the game started I thought that was going to keep them in it the way he just how powerful he's running the ball he averaged 6.4 uh, yards of carry and then Carr threw the ball a lot. But, I mean, like you said, it was like just playing catch-up. Even when they went down and scored, it was a field goal. And they had a couple touchdowns, obviously. But, yeah, it just was it was not, not pretty for the Raiders. So, moving on to our next game is, whew, man, a whooping. The Bills and the Patriots. This one was just not fun. Not fun at all. Not a Bill Belichick-type game that you think you would see. What do you think? Well, I mean, first of all, you know, because I, I kind of ragged on Josh Allen a little bit in our in our preview. I still stand by what I say at this moment. Um, I don't know that he's a great uh, cold weather quarterback. I still think that that needs to be proven. But the way he played, the way he performed, the way the team performed, the way that running game was going, the way the defense was, I mean, literally just everything. That was one of those few moments where I just felt like, you know, it was kind of like the high schoolers practice and against the eighth graders or something. I mean, it just it just looked and felt like like, you know, when Alabama or Ohio State or something goes against an FCS school. I mean, it just just literally just looked like they shouldn't have been on the same field. I mean, I don't know mm -hmm. what else to say besides that, which is just it's just so ironic because and this is the perfect you know when people go oh yeah well like college football is so great or or college basketball or whatever yeah it is great you're right but very few times in college do you have this happen right so buffalo gets manhandled literally manhandled they get treated like little brother in buffalo by new england they proceed to go to New England at some point later in the season and beat New England pretty handily, which at that point I'm kind of like, okay, as long as the weather's not absolutely ridiculous, you would lean towards Buffalo in that scenario. I believe Buffalo has better weapons, better team, better all that anyway. So, you know, it's kind of the age old where, you know, the more games you play, the better team should come out on top, you know, hypothetically. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, how many times again, uh, can you just say or see a team get manhandled and then come back and absolutely manhandle them plus one, plus two, plus three? I mean, that was, like I said, that was to me worse than what New England did really to Buffalo because that game was actually really close. It just was that they ran it 60 times. Right. Um, but this game was, you know, if I'm Bill Belichick, I'm, I'm just trashing that film. There's not a lot you can get positive. Mm -hmm. uh, you just need to focus on next year. And uh, my biggest thing for them is um, I think that they need to go ahead and get a, a true number one receiver or somebody 
that's a, a very strong two, you know what I mean? Because they don't currently have a number one on the roster. No, not at all. Yeah, this, yeah, there's just not much to talk about on this one. I don't think Patriots just didn't show up. I think they stayed in New England. It was a cold game, but, I mean, they're both cold-weather teams, so you can't even blame that. It, Bills just showed up, and they're, they're moving on. And we're going to move on to the Tampa Bay and Philadelphia game, which is another one that was just by the halftime, third quarter, you, really, you pretty much just turned it off because that was all there was to show. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's kind of – it's like it's Thanksgiving all over again. I mean, Brady's out there crisping another bird to put on the table, and, um, you know, it's just – it's brutal, I think, if you're a Philly fan, but I think at the same time, you know, I'd rather almost sit here and have a conversation about what I can see for the future for Philly than how bad of a beating they took. I mean, Tampa is in a time right now where they're in a win-now mode. They have the pieces. They kept all the pieces from their previous Super Bowl. They were the heavy favorites. Uh, Philadelphia should have never made the playoffs. They literally got the benefit of a super easy finish to their schedule. That that I mean, that is truly what happened to them. So in that regard, I mean, there's really not a ton to say, I think. And, you know, I think that, Really, what it comes down to for me, if you're Philly, is you don't worry about this game. You don't look at this game. You don't even think about it. I mean, it really goes back to what I said about New England. You know, you pitch the film. For Philly, 20% of their salary this year was Carson Wentz. He wasn't even on the team. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. the other thing is you, because of that trade and because of other moves, you have three first-round picks this year. And we'll talk about that in a couple weeks. I mean, we will talk about that heavily, heavily. And if I was a Philadelphia fan, you could say what you want about your coach because, you know, Philadelphia media can be pretty harsh. But whether you – you know, like them, love them, hate them. That team played, fought, and, you know, they don't make their schedule. They they won the games that they needed to get in, and no matter who they would have played, they were going to get killed. I think I think you could have put them against Dallas, and I think they would have got killed. I think you could have put them against San Francisco, they would have got killed. And, and the other two, Arizona and L.A., definitely. I mean, and so it's one of those situations where, you know, it, this was inevitable. And I will also go on record to say I was a fool for even picking them uh, as an upset game because I just had this 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 thought in my head that, oh, geez, you know, maybe, just maybe, if they can stop Brady once or twice, they can move the ball. Well, I'll tell you what. what you know what happened? They did stop Brady. And Philadelphia's offense basically never showed up. I mean, I don't care what they scored at the end of the game. I mean, the defense, that's the end of the game. That that, that Tampa Bay defense wasn't even playing the same. I mean, it, it, it that game was sealed. They were they were celebrating uh, on the sideline. You know what I mean? It just – Yeah. So, I think if you're a Philadelphia fan, you just kind of look for the future um, and forget, forget about that game. Uh, it, it's better for you. You'll be able to sleep better at night. Yeah, you think uh, Jalen Hurts could be the quarterback next year? Do I think he could be, or you think I, that he will be? <laughs> do you do you think that he will be? Yeah, yeah, I do think he will be. I think, I think he did okay. I just, I think he's gonna become one of those guys more than likely who 
ends up being like a lifelong backup, like a Chase Daniels or mm-hmm. something where he he might play a little bit again next year or something, but he'll end up uh, on a bench somewhere and holding a clipboard. And I, I don't think I don't think that's so bad. I mean, I think his legs are a good asset. You know, you know, like uh, so here's here's a good move, right? Like so, uh, Huntley for the Ravens, right? He did really yeah. well. Um, wasn't phenomenal, but did really well. You know, I think he could potentially go to say like a team like, you know, the Browns or something and have a chance to be better than Baker. Whereas like a guy like Jalen hurts, he would almost be better to come and be behind as a backup to a guy like Lamar Jackson, because I think he could run that system really well, but those right. are, you know, that the, that's just my opinion, but yeah, I don't think, I think he'll probably be there next year, but yeah, after that, I, I, I would say, no, I would say they either draft somebody or they trade for somebody. Um, and they're better for it, I think, but that's, yeah. you know, that's just my opinion. Absolutely. All right. We're going to move on to our next game, which is San Francisco and Dallas, which the score show close, but I mean, watching this game, Dallas didn't show up. They beat themselves. Yeah. I actually am so glad you said that because I am so fucking sick and tired. And I mean, absolutely tired of hearing all year long all year long and i mean it's not every single one and it's not every single game but how many times were there cowboys players throughout the year saying oh well the refs beat us or well when you when you get those kind of calls or something i mean they were one of two or or i apologize they were one of three teams to have 14 penalties four teams did it all year cowboys did it twice and they did it in a playoff game. How are you in the playoffs as an elite team and then you get 14 penalties? And it's not even because, you know, the yards were – it was only like 86 yards. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because, you know, some people be like, well, yeah, I've seen teams get five penalties for 150 yards. Yeah, who, who cares? That's not what matters. It's the fact that when drives were about to end and you were going to get the ball back, you jumped off sides and gave them a first down. That's mm-hmm. that's what matters. And so your defense never got to rest when it should have. Your offense never got to produce when it could have. Things never got rolling. I mean, C.D. Lamb, did he ever show up? Is he? It, it, did he make it to the building? Does it, can, can somebody get C.D. Lamb, you know, a uh, Uber or something? Because I still haven't seen that, man. I think he had, what, one catch, two catches? One, yeah. one catch. I mean, that's that's embarrassing. He came into this game, and I know this for a fact because I listened to it before the game. He had an interview, and he was talking about how the offense hadn't reached their potential, and they were going to reach their potential, and this, that, and the other, and, you know, and, and just all, all kinds of garnish, right? You're just you're, you're sprinkling garnish over the top of the dish. And um, I, I just go back to the fact he hadn't had a touchdown in the last seven games. And on top of that, even more so, or more importantly, um, you know, I think that really he he's like, oh, yeah, well, my whole thing is being a playmaker, being a playmaker. This is the biggest game of your career, dude. Was, you know, what, I mean, what, what more really needs said in that situation? Um, you know, I, I just I, I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked, by the way. Um, I mean, I picked the 49ers, and I said it wasn't going to be close, and honestly, it wasn't. 
like you no. said, the score score was close, but like Jimmy G even came out and said when he threw that pick, which I don't know why he was throwing it to begin with, but when he threw that pick, he said he didn't have a good grip on the ball because he has the the you know the injury in his hand. Well, right. you know, okay, cool, but you know everybody that's played football knows if you're on the field and you're playing, we're not talking about you being hurt. You you feel good enough to play. We're not going to make excuses about your injured hand. You know, yeah, that may be true, but like I said, never should have been thrown it. That's one of those scenarios where you feel it coming out. You better whip that thing into the dirt or, or, you know, get it, get it towards heading out of bounds, take the intentional grounding, whatever. I mean, that pick directly ended in points almost immediately. And really the whole uh, building erupted and it, and it switched the momentum and the Cowboys had no business winning that game. And I was almost upset that it was as close as it was. You know what I mean? If they would have won, they would have done a Hail Mary and one. I would have been sick. Not even, you know, I'm a Packers fan. So it's, it, I got no dog in the fight. I could care less, but I would have yeah. been sick because, you know, Nick Bosa got hurt. Fred Warner got hurt. Like that mm-hmm. team literally got hurt and still were winning and had no business. And it was little stupid mistakes at the end that were, you know, uh, yeah, it just. Mike, why would you quarterback draw with 16 seconds left? No timeouts. Like, what was? Oh yeah, let me let me just let me just touch on that. Um, I think that the whole thing with that is poor execution for one. If you scramble, everybody has come out of the woodwork saying you scramble for 10 or you scramble for 12 or something. You don't scramble for 18 freaking yards. I mean, you only have 18 seconds left in the game. And then people were like, oh, well, the ref, the umpire, or whatever, the ref, the ref, the ref. Okay, if you watch, people like to pull the still shot where the ref's 15 yards behind the play. Oh, well, how is he going to get there? Yeah, pull up the still shot when they're literally, the linemen are still getting set. They're not even set yet. Guess what? The ref's right there. If Dak Prescott gives him the ball and gets the F out of the way, you we're not having this conversation. And And the whole notion to me is ridiculous too because – they talk about the fact that, like, oh, well, that, that you know, that's ridiculous. That's not how the game should have ended. Well, what? So you're saying that there was going to be a Hollywood magical throw you were going to throw after you hadn't done anything all game. You were going to get 35 yards or 25 yards of a pass magically all game. Nothing. You were going to get it in that moment. Give me a break. Give me a break. Cowboys consistently are the whiniest bunch of spoiled kids that I've ever met. I mean, they're they're like a bunch of kids who go to like a, a, a privileged school and got all kinds of nice stuff. And then they got to go play. You know, they got an away game at, at, at a poor, a poor school or something. And they're like, I can't believe they're still sitting on bleachers. And then they get their ass kicked. You know what I mean? And And, and like one more thing, one more thing while I'm at it. You know, the notion I've heard, I've even seen people uh, talking about how Mike McCarthy should be fired and Kellen Moore should be hired. Give me a break. That offense was fucking awful. Dirt, trash, awful. And, you know, at the end of the day, Mike McCarthy may not be my favorite coach. I may not think he's, you know, the greatest coach ever, whatever. I think most of his success was more to do with Aaron Rodgers, but Kellen Moore is awful. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna fire him and put an assistant and put Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn is gonna get a head coaching job, and he's done a fantastic job. He should get a head coaching job. He should have never been fired to begin with. But you know, it, it is what it is. And um, I think the the one last thing that's kind of unfootball or non football uh, related. Um, 
if I if I have to watch another video, like even in my lifetime, if I have to watch another video of fans throwing beer bottles or throwing beer or 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 cigarettes or hats or whatever at at at, at refs or at players at the end of the game, you should be banned for life. You're not you're not a fan. That's that's just inhumane. Do you you go to you go to your kids' games or you go to your your brothers or sisters' games and if they they stink up the joint, they have a bad play. You you pour beer on them afterwards. It's 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 disgusting, really. It's disgusting. You're mm-hmm. you're so much better than that. You should be banned for life. And you know what? Half those guys, if they if they wouldn't get a massive fine for it, I mean, you'd see a lot more malice in the palace. Let's just say that. And 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 you know what? We live in a society where people are bred bred that way. You know, keyboard warriors, they get to hide. They're hiding in the stands because nobody's really going to say anything. It's ridiculous. I mean, the video I seen, somebody threw a beer bottle and, and Demarcus Lawrence literally had to use his helmet to deflect it from hitting him in the head. It's, it's, it's just disgusting. It's disgusting behavior. We're better than that. Come on. Yeah, there was a – I forgot which player it was. There was some Cowboys fan that re, – or player that reached out to the fans, but, hey, quick contact to my family because I guess they would send in, like, death threats or hate mail or something. And that's just uncalled for. Like, there's one thing about booing the refs and the players, but when you go to that extent, why? Because your yeah. team lost? Just go back next year. I'll get matters. I mean, Cowboys seem like they're just a regular season team anyways and they get to the playoffs and – can't do nothing with it yeah. and there goes all of our cowboy listeners oh <laughs> <laughs> ah, well yeah we got the, you know that's the thing about that is it's not true because they'll they'll be just like browns fans next year they'll be saying it's our year they'll be shouting mm-hmm. it, and when they then when they get knocked out of the playoffs or don't make the playoffs they'll cry about it again so uh we'll we'll have you know we'll have people call in or email in or whatever else just to just to probably complain or just to, just just to throw a fit about it so um it, yeah. it's all good and fun how about them cowboys <laughs> how about them chiefs though Chiefs and Pittsburgh. The cheats. The cheats. The cheats. Yeah, yeah, anybody who tuned in Friday knows all about that. But yeah, uh, (laughs) no, the Chiefs. Why don't don't you take it away? I mean, it started out like it was going to be a game. I mean, Watts took that back for a touchdown. I really thought it was going to be a lot closer, but then after that, it's like they couldn't move the ball down the field. I don't know how many drop balls Deontay Johnson had, but I mean, they were big first down catching that he just right in his hands just dropped him I think if the offense comes together a little better it could be a little closer but at the same time Mahomes he was he was on fire Jarrett McKinnon man he brought back his Vikings days back when he was playing pretty good so it was uh it was nice to see that but Roethlisberger's last game for his career it's heartbreaker yeah and you know I think that the the way the game started, I agree with you. Like I actually was really thinking, okay, Pitt's going to make it a game. And then when they had that, uh, the strip sack, or I don't know if you, you can call it a, uh, a sack because it was a, uh, like a wildcat formation. Right. So, but the fumble and then uh, scoop and score by none other than Watt, of course. And you're just thinking like, Oh man, this guy's had such a fantastic year here. They go like making some magic happen. Guys are fighting for, for Ben in his last game and you know, everything like that. And then, uh, then it just seemed like they couldn't get anything going. Najee Harris, I'm not saying he didn't show up, but uh, but I didn't see him. And, uh, you mm-hmm. know, I think the biggest thing is really that 
KC pretty much once they caught fire, I mean, they were a supernova. I felt like I was staring into the sun. I mean, it was, it was just ridiculous. And um, it quickly became or quickly started looking like the last time these two teams met. And so um, even towards the end of the game, when they started going to the no huddle stuff and Pitts actually started having some offense, I was really, uh, I was really shocked at how well that worked, but um, it was a little too late and kind of, kind of, really the thing i noticed at that point is i'm kind of like well where was this all game like why didn't you try this earlier you know what i mean you had right. had that kind of success then i don't know why you waited so long to, to go to something like that if it if it was kind of like your your secret weapon so uh but uh but yeah kind of kind of wrapping us up we're not going to touch too much on the la arizona game just because we're doing this beforehand we'll uh we'll talk about it a little bit on friday um but i was actually able to get a hold of local cincinnati resident d uh d anthony he's uh been a Bengals fan all his yep, life yep. and uh how does it feel to get rid of that 31 year drought man Oh man, it feels great. The city for the city, man. It feels great, man. I was went out later that day. I ain't never been drunk so drunk in my life. Hey, look at and you know what? You probably weren't the only one. You probably weren't the only one. Uh, so nah. so my next question for you is uh, you know, you were around for Chad Johnson and uh you know, right, Corey right. Dillon, TJ, right. all them boys, uh, they all had really, really great teams and they never were able to get uh, get the job done. Do you yeah. you think this team's going to going to, you know, going to be able to get it done next week as well? Um, um, I, I'm hoping on it. Um, yeah, the Cincinnati, the whole whole city's hoping on it. We're hoping we're uh, we're going to win. I mean. I'm happy we just got the 31 year drought off our backs. You know, everybody's always laughing about it. You yeah. know, so you say, hey, hey, did you send that text? Did you send the text? Hey, I sent that text to a whole bunch of people. I sent that text. Love it. I definitely it. did. I definitely did. But yeah, um, yeah, the other teams, uh, I just I think really it was the head coach and stuff like that. We just weren't making enough moves and stuff, and it's just I, yeah, I think Zach Taylor's a good fit for our team, and I think Joey B's here to stay, Ooh, franchise yeah. quarterback. Yes, I sir. say uh, home, hometown hero, right from the area. So, uh, yes, yeah, I I really think the the Joe to Chase connection was something that early in the year, especially when Chase said, mm -hmm. "Oh, the ball looks a little different." People were like, mm -hmm. "Ah," but yeah. He's had probably the the best rookie season I've ever seen in my life from a receiver. Uh, yeah. Joe and him have a fantastic connection. Um, my only worry, and I don't want to I don't want to say too much because we got to do our prediction on Friday. But right now, uh, if Trey Hendrickson can't play, since uh, Lair or is it Ogan Joby? Yeah, Ogan Joby. Yeah, Ogan Joby. He's out too. Yeah, the, yeah, the whole yeah. defensive line is all is all banged up. Yeah. Yeah, so that that's really that's gonna be my worry. Um, I think I think you guys got the firepower to to hang in there with Tennessee, but I'm I'm really uh, unsure how healthy your defensive line is gonna be. But man, I'm excited. I'm excited for you guys. I'm excited. Uh, I was excited for the game, um, and yeah. and I'm I'm excited, man. I I would love to see cincinnati win i'd love to oh, see I'm... buffalo win i mean those are those are the two that i'm leaning towards um but yeah okay. i'm 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 amped about it 
Yeah, back on that um the defensive line. Our defensive line is real banged up. We got a yeah, we got like almost I think second strings trying to play. We got people trying to call up. We almost tried to call Geno Atkins up the play. Hey, you know what? I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. I was gonna ask you about that. Uh, I, I seen some earlier. They were somebody was asking. They said, they said, you know, Ogan Joby's out on IR. Did did they call Geno Atkins? I I think you should. I think you should personally. I think they should, but I don't think Geno wants to play. I think he's a little banged up himself. I don't think he wants to get out there. He probably has family time going. Man, I don't think he wants to playoffs. get back out there. It is playoffs. It he's is playoffs. A, he's a long time Bengal, you know. Long yeah, time. Yeah. yeah, but I think he's he's on his retirement stage. I think he's having fun, kicking his feet up. Yeah. So, yeah, but no, I think um the Bengals do have a chance. We just got to figure out that run, that run game with our defensive line all banged up. But we just got to hang in there, punch for punch, and I think we'll we'll pull it out. Do you uh do you think with Derrick Henry coming back, he's missed a bunch of games? How, do you think he's gonna be? You think he's gonna be tough, or you only think he's gonna go for like you know, fifteen or so carries? You think he's gonna be kind of rusty? Uh, it's hard to say. It's hard to say with the defensive line banged up, and you know, um, Derrick Henry, he's a monster, so he's gonna get back on on the on the field and be himself. So we just gotta we just gotta hit him. Right. All right. Sounds good That's to me. Uh, anything else you wanna you wanna ask Josh before we let him go? Well, who's your favorite player on the Bengals? Whose jersey I, you ripping? <laughs> you said, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Whose jersey am I ripping, or who's my favorite player? Both. Yeah. If you had who, oh, who you picked? Oh, oh. Yeah, ripping. ripping. <laughs> okay, okay. My bad. I think you said ripping. Good. <laughs> oh, ripping. Um, I would I would say Joey Franchise. That's my man. As we're going, we're going sure, with Joey Franchise. Sure, for sure. Nice. Awesome. That's a good one. Sure. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, man. We'll we'll catch you later when we uh in a couple weeks when the when everything wraps up, we'll hit some draft stuff and maybe you come on and join us and give your opinion on who who you'd like to see him draft or something, man. Heck yeah, heck yeah. That that'd be nice. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Take care. All right, everyone. That wraps us up for this episode. I would like to thank DeAnthony for joining us. It's a treat having him on here. Tune in Wednesday. We'll have something other than football for once for this podcast. So that'll be something special. So be sure to check it out. Thanks everyone for joining us.